0: future talk this is future talk with omnia al-saleh and hany Balkis. ladies and gentlemen welcome back to future talk right here on pulse 95 it is me hany belkis with omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the uae and all around the world ladies and gentlemen today is tuesday And unfortunately, it does seem that winter is going away. It's going bye-bye.
1: I know. I was so... Very humid. Very. And I was actually so excited this week because the weather forecast showed that it was going to be raining the majority of the week, but I don't see any rain anymore.
0: Yes, all I do is feel a little bit hot and I feel a little bit, you know, silly because I'm wearing a hoodie today.
1: No, we still got it. You cannot wear any winter clothes apart from this month and probably the next month. So make the most out of it.
0: That's what I will be doing. But making the most out of things, ladies and gentlemen, the 2022 Zyde Sustainability Prize winners have been handed millions in funding to make the best out of their next and upcoming projects. Yes,
1: indeed. We've got lots of innovative ideas that I'm so excited to talk to you about. They have very, very different ways of solving some of the biggest global challenges and we're going to be sharing with you all those amazing ideas in just a few moments. Coming up on today's show as well, we're talking about tech companies and how they could possibly face billion pound fines for not preventing online fraud. And this is by far the best way, in my opinion, to kind of get a head start on fighting online fraud. Put it in the hands of every company to strengthen its security systems and make sure that its customers are safe and sound when using their websites
0: yes and, and let's jump we're talking about the ultimate metaverse wearable which is in with to show augmented reality contact lens tech at ces 2022 now we do know the consumer electronics show in las vegas nevada is one of the biggest if not the biggest electronic show of its kind and we do know that the metaverse is coming to take over our world So what if we brought you guys today the ultimate metaverse wearable? Well, you got to tune in in a couple of moments to know all about that.
1: Yes, indeed. And in the world of apps, we're talking all about one amazing application that I'm sure is probably downloaded on your phone if you are living in the UAE. The Rafid app has basically gotten a makeover. There are a lot of new services that have been updated and added to the app to make our lives a lot easier, from booking taxis through the app to even being able to book your vehicle inspection service in advance. How can we use those features and much more is going to be coming up in just a few moments.
0: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the former SpaceX engineer that does say his pizza-making robot that is located across the road From Elon Musk's HQ, spray cheese everywhere (laughs) during testing. So it does look like cheesy business (laughs) at Elon Musk's headquarters. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot going on today on the show. So do keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: Right here in the UAE, we love to use innovation and tech to help solve some of the biggest global challenges that have definitely placed the world on its feet. Trying to find solutions by using tech, we're talking all about the 2022 Zayed Sustainability Prize winners and how they were actually handed millions in funding. 10 projects were chosen amongst 30 finalists that were competing in five different categories. And all the categories were actually so interesting to be able to see solutions that are either based on applications, on certain gadgets, that have definitely been helping thousands and thousands of people. The first initiative that we're gonna be talking about is called MAMO Test. And uh, before we get into the different initiatives, all the winners had different categories in health, in food, in energy, in water categories, and they were all aiming towards the $3 million annual prize that was launched back in 2008. And everyone has definitely been competing to be able to go ahead and get it.
0: Yes, now the Global High Schools category also had six winners, with each receiving up to $100,000. Now, The $3 million annual prize, which was launched in 2008, does support sustainable projects that are kind to the environment. And the winners of this year are winners in the health, food, energy, and water categories. And the health category, we have the MAMO test, And I'll leave it to Omnia to explain what MAMO test does.
1: So the MAMO test actually provides all women with the opportunity to access high quality breast cancer, early diagnosis and treatment, regardless of what your economic background is, what your geographic or even social background is. Um, They basically are focusing on women and men as well, since we do know that men could be impacted by breast cancer. But they're definitely trying to make it an equal right for everyone to be able to get tested by creating different applications as well. As well as gadgets that will, A, make it a right rather than a privilege to get the mammogram test, as well as encouraging a lot of companies and supporters from different uh, tech giants to go ahead and invest in this project to help make this uh, project become a reality.
0: Yes, and what does come to the category of food, we're talking about S4S Technologies. And what do they do? They empower rural women with new technology to process unwanted, unwanted produce, Reduce food waste and even increase their income. Now, that SME did invent the solar conduction dryer, which is a solar powered food processing technology that does produce preservative free, nutrition rich food and does prevent around 22,500 tons of produce each year. From going to waste and 300,000 tons of carbon dioxide from entering the atmosphere. Now, we do know that food waste is a very big issue in this world, and we obviously want to have, you know, minimal food waste when it does come to you know these type of things
1: absolutely and this is one step closer to help finding a solution for a global hunger but in the category of energy we're talking about the sol share what is it exactly it's a peer-to-peer energy trading that is trying to monetize solar energy for rural development and empowerment the one source of energy that we all have around the world is the sun. So if we can actually go ahead and try to monetize being able to use solar energy, we may just be able to provide a source of income for those who don't have one. Now, what we're talking about is an internet of things device that goes by the name SOL Box. So this is a gadget that people can go ahead and purchase and it allows every user to monitor their electricity consumption. And basically they can go ahead and sell any excess electricity by using their mobile phones. So this allows people to a want to conserve energy so that they can have more energy to sell to neighbors, to sell to friends and family who don't necessarily have enough. And we're talking about rural countries, underdeveloped countries where having electricity is or basically has become like a it, it's not a it's not a right.
0: It's a luxury. It's like a privilege. It is yeah. a luxury. And uh, when we does come to the category of water, we're talking about Water Roam. And uh, for what they do, they do they do provide water filter solutions to serve disaster hit and rural communities. Now, the Water Roam system has been used in more than 38 countries. And that does provide safe drinking water to more than 150,000 people. And that does include Vanuatu. And that will assist in the aftermath of the Cyclone Herald that was in indonesia as well and followed an earthquake in addition to nepal the philippines malaysia bangladesh and cambodia now the lightweight portable system does provide high quality safe drinking water at a speed of around 2400 liters a day and that does not depend on electricity and can be sent quickly to hard to reach locations now just like omnia said In some parts of the world, electricity is a luxury and, you know, these countries cannot have access to it. And thus, they're having problems with drinking water. But this water-owned system does not need electricity and can provide up to 2,400 liters of water a day. And unfortunately, even water in some countries is a luxury. But with the Zayde Sustainability Prize Award, we are looking at how... You know, uh, they are giving, uh, you know, a chance, an opportunity to these finalists to make the world a better place. So hats off to the Zai Sustainability Prize winners and hats off to the entity itself for giving this median for having a change in the world.
1: Absolutely. Coming up on today's show, we still have lots and lots to share with you. So make sure you keep pulse Five locked. We'll be right back.
0: Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about responsibility and how tech companies could face billions of pound fines. Or I don't like the word pound, by the way, uh, the currency.
1: I don't like it either. I (laughs) like billions of
0: dollars, billions of euros, billions of pounds. It sounds like... It reminds
1: me of the pounds like weight-wise.
0: Exactly. It sounds like a weight. So you're like billions of weight. Basically. But let's go for billions of pounds. We're talking about the currency and we're talking about fines and that is not for preventing online fraud. Now these firms could be hit up with fines of up to 10% of their global turnover. Social media platforms and search engines do risk the fines of billions of pounds if they do not clamp down on internet fraud. That is according to a new legislation set to be introduced by the UK government.
1: I must say, I really love this because a lot of the times we've heard of scammers and fraud generally happening on social media platforms. And every single time the social media platform, whatever it is, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they're able to escape this without much damage. We we have a saying in Arabic. It's like... Uh, I don't know how to translate it, but basically they escape without any consequences or very minimal consequences. But nonetheless, now the UK government has been tightening the legislations, making sure that they are put in their place, that they have to ensure the safety of their users. Now... As we've mentioned, the firms could potentially be fined to up to 10 percent of their global turnover if they don't go ahead and act accordingly. Right here in the heart of Sharjah, the Sharjah police has actually been warning a lot of the uh, residents recently of fraud happening online not to give your bank account details or your credit card details over the phone to anyone, no matter who it is that you're talking to. And companies, more specifically social media companies, can now even face up to two years in prison if they do not go ahead and carry out the necessary investigation when a certain fraud or a scam happens online. And that could potentially include when social media companies don't sufficiently cooperate with the watchdog in the UK government that is investigating these crimes, including online child abuse, self-harm and extremism.
0: Yes, now the plans are expected to be laid out within weeks as part of the UK government's duty of care bill. Now, under that bill, a range of new online crimes will be introduced, and that does include posting messages that convey a threat of serious harm or the publishing of misinformation that could cause emotional, psychological or even physical harm. However, that bill is expected to be criticized by MPs and campaigners for not going far enough. Now, the question I want to ask all the listeners and the viewers, if you're on YouTube, if you're online, if you're listening to us in your car, is are social media firms, are these companies responsible for, you know, educating their users on these online frauds or on these, you know, potential crimes? Mm. Or is it the person itself who should be educated? Should the school system educate them? Should the government educate them? Is the company or... I mean, let's should say, they be liable? Should they be liable, or should you know? I mean, they're just a place of going there. That's like saying, mm. for example, you go to a restaurant and you know this is fat food, right? <laughs> you know this is this food is unhealthy. So
1: you will sue them for gaining a, a yeah, kilo. Yeah. So say.
0: yeah. So you know this food is unhealthy. Mm. So, but you go willingly there and you eat the food that you know was unhealthy. So how can you sue the place for giving the unhealthy food? And in this scenario, Mm. Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp or whatever it is, is not giving that online fraud. It's the users inside that are giving these frauds or these scammers. So it's not even their problem. It's not like they're giving out these frauds. Like you, uh, an, uh, a restaurant would give, be giving out unhealthy food.
1: Hmm. I agree with you to an extent, but I also feel like they should be held okay. accountable. Because if you think about it, let's say a guest visits your home. It is somewhat your responsibility to keep that guest safe, comfortable. But what Make if sure... a robber
0: comes in? What do you do now?
1: <laughs> but then you're just as much at risk. Is that right? You're yeah. going to also have to fight for yourself. And that's what they want with social media companies. They need to be able to be proactive about this. Because if we just you know, stand, stand behind, just like Facebook has been doing with all the scams that have been taking place online, and be like, oh, there's nothing we could do. If you set very strict guidelines, let's say if, if a scammer were to do certain fraud online, that they should be banned off of Facebook, let's say. Just like we've banned Trump off of the platform. I feel like this should be... There should be more regulations, but at the end of the day, we want to hear your thoughts. For two one five, what do you think? Do you believe that social media companies should be liable for it, or should they not be held accountable at all whatsoever? We'd love to hear your thoughts, but make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because we've got lots to share with you regarding what is happening in the tech world in just a few moments. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with when i found the story i first off th- thought of Hani because i i can see that he wears a pair of glasses and i'm like if i if if he could get his hands on those lenses maybe he could change his mind about how annoying lenses can be <laughs>
0: yeah but i'm not putting anything in my eyes i
1: know that i know i can't the put argument. contact
0: lenses i don't f- i don't understand how people can poke themselves in their <laughs> eyes and there's too many horror stories that i've heard of when it does come to contact lenses but now This might actually change because a wearable tech startup that goes by the name with Corp have announced that they will be showing their innovative augmented reality contact lens techs this year at the uh, consumer electronics show. And they actually have shown it and it was in Las Vegas and it has been, uh, you know, developing what they call potentially the most advanced platform for viewing the coming metaverse.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, this is basically a contact lens that will change how we view the world. The metaverse has been creating this, well, we can call it like a tech renovation. They are basically wanting to remove everything we've known as social media and create this new metaverse where people can have an online life. They can, uh, you know, fall in love, create friends, have a job, etc., create businesses all online. And this is. Pair of contact lenses could be your gateway to get there. Now, the company is hoping to receive FDA breakthrough clearance this year to help enable them to put their lenses out into the market to begin generating revenue. But Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the design, because we do know with contact lenses, they need to be just as good as medical contact lenses and have those techie and tech-savvy features to help lure a lot of customers. So they are soft contact lenses that are very comfortable to wear. And the company believes that they're going to be a very easy transition between the real world and the metaverse. So they're not going to give you what we may say, like a, what can we call it? Like an, a surge of, mm-hmm. of, of just a different world that you're entering. It's going to be a very smooth transition. So you can still feel the real world that you're in but be in the metaverse i feel like it's going to be similar to what we've seen with future cars or futuristic cars you know that dashboard where you have a lot of like you know the speedometer is mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. not the dashboard like the front of the, the windshield yes the windshield where you see the speedometer you see the ac degree and everything's just displayed right in front of your eyes but in the form of a contact lens
0: yeah they're calling it tunable with tunable vision which mm-hmm. you know uh, there's a very well-known uh, saying called tunnel vision yep where you know you're kind of like in a tunnel it's a very you know um, kind of Uh, how can I say this, a very private type of look for yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, when we're looking at the metaverse, we do know the metaverse will be the next big thing ever since social media and ever since the internet. And it does plan on changing everything that we believe in and everything that we look at in. But, you know, when we're having contact lenses that are put into our physical eyes, the only question is, what if, you know, the metaverse lags? What, what if we're, you know, a system failure happens? We're kind of I didn't stuck think
1: of that. in the
0: metaverse. How am I going to take these glasses or take these contacts off? When it's glasses, you can just take them off. Now, we are looking at the metaverse market being a multi-trillion dollar potential, and that is according to a number of industry experts. So, you know, we, are, we will be seeing in the coming years or in the, even in the coming months, a lot of new gadgets, a lot of new tech on how we can have a very smooth transition into the metaverse. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, we are taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about Sharjah and how you can book a taxi or a vehicle inspection on the Rafid app. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download.
1: If you are constantly on the roads right here in the UAE, there is one app that you must have on your phone just in case, God forbid, an emergency were to happen or... With the new update and look for this app, you may just want to have it on at all times because you never know when you may need a taxi or when you may need to book your vehicle inspection service. And in the case of an accident, this app will come in very handy to help you report the accident or even request uh, help from the Raffet team. We're talking about the one and only Raffet application that is available on the iOS as well as the Google Play Store.
0: Yes, and for the first time, residents and visitors right here in Georgia can book a taxi taxi, or even order a car through the updated Rafid app. Now, Rafid Automotive Solutions, which is the joint venture between Sharjah Asset Management, which is, by the way, the investment arm of the government of Sharjah, has announced the launch of an updated, easy-to-use version of its popular smart application. Now, in addition to booking taxis through the call center or a car via the Barak uh, limousine app, The updated app does boast several new features. For example, it does enable vehicle owners to book an inspection at a motor check center, which does offer a comprehensive range of inspection services. So that will make you, you know, wait less time when inspecting a car or renewing your car's registration.
1: Yes, indeed. And if God forbid you got into an accident and you need a place or a certain workshop, To be able to repair your vehicle, Rafid app can also help you with that as well because you can go ahead and book an appointment at the Auto Express workshop through the application. It's basically an integrated facility for the repair of all types of vehicle or you can even access the different workshop services for, let's say, an urgent replacement. Let's say you needed the repair of a tire, oil replacement, God forbid your battery, you know closed down or what is it, like it runs out mm-hmm. on you, mm-hmm. um, or even just for car sanitization purposes, you can find all those services listed on that Offit application. Now, we've always known that Offit app to be coming in handy for the ability to report an, report an accident, whether it is unknown who, who caused the accident for you or if you know exactly who was the person to, let's say, create a certain damage on your car. For 355 dirhams, as a user, you can go ahead and report the accident, view the details of it, the dates, check the reports, and pay any accident fees directly through the app. You don't have to go out to any certain center. It's done seamlessly, and it takes you just a couple of moments, which definitely helps uh, when an accident takes place because you're already you know, under shock. It's a lot to deal with. This way, with all the paperwork, it can be done virtually online at your preferred timing.
0: Yes, and again, we are looking at, you know, digitalization right here in Georgia and how everything is becoming digital, not only in Georgia, but around the UAE. So again, you know, longer the days of you standing on the sidewalk or standing on the <laughs> side of the road and saying, taxi, 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 and raising your hand and getting it. Now you can do all of it right through the application. And, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at digitalization changing the way we do everything. And now, when it does come to inspecting cars or booking a taxi or even booking a car like a limousine service as well. Let me know your guys' thoughts, 4215. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about the former SpaceX engineer and how cheesy business <laughs> happened in front of Elon Musk's headquarters. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, you wake up in the morning.
1: (laughs) I know where this is You have
0: the smell of coffee in your hand. You're driving down to work, you know. And let's say you work for Mr. Elon Musk and you're going to Elon Musk's headquarters. The weather is amazing. You roll down the windows. You give it a little bit of a sniffy whiffy. You go... Does that smell like cheese? Because that is what we're talking about. Some cheesy business happening at Elon Musk's headquarters because a former SpaceX engineer says his pizza-making robot that was, by the way, located across the road from Elon Musk's headquarters sprayed cheese everywhere during testing. Now, a former SpaceX engineer said his new robot that makes pizza every 45 seconds Spray cheese everywhere when it was first built.
1: Can we? Can I just say, creating a pizza every 45 seconds—that is a true definition of fast food. Because I get very mm-hmm. frustrated when you go to a f- fast food restaurant or uh, what's it called, like a chain, and the food takes forever to be made. How are you called fast food? But this is one of the biggest examples of tech gone wrong because this company bases its entire business on a robot that basically failed them. And the issue is they tried to mess around with Elon Musk and I'm sure Elon Musk does not appreciate cheese being sprayed everywhere when the pizza is being made. And that shop is right across uh, his headquarters. Now, Benson Tosai, who actually worked on, at Elon Musk's space company for about five years, he said that he actually faced a number of failures when they were when he was launching his culinary startup that goes by the name Stellar Pizza with two other ex SpaceX engineers. Now, one of the failures actually happened three years ago. When the pizza-making robot went ahead and dumped melted cheese everywhere during the testing. Now, the Stellar bot was actually attempting to make the cheese pizza, but the robot's motor started spinning the wrong way, pulled the cheese off of the pizza and onto the automated peel, which slides the pizza in and out of the machine. Let's just say it was a cheese catastrophe.
0: (laughs) Nice one. Now, the Stellar Pizza's pizza-making robot does fit into the back of a truck, which is parked across the street from SpaceX headquarters in California. Now, we are looking at, you know, the, the the ex-engineer who used to design advanced battery systems for the company's rockets and satellites, then, you know, getting into the pizza-making business. Now, his former boss, Mr. Elon Musk, hasn't tried the pizza yet. And uh, he did say that he is, uh, you know, his old co- co-workers at SpaceX have tried it, and customers do order the pizza solely through an app, And it does cost around seven dollars for a 12 inch pizza and prices can go up to ten dollars so if you're asking me it's pretty cheap because if you do 10 times 3.67 that is around 37 dirhams now stellar pizza which is hoping to open up in spring this year does want to roll out up to six pizza making robots in trucks in the next year so we are looking at you know a moving truck pizza robot <laughs> now when we're thinking about trucks and fast food we think about hot dog trucks we think about taco trucks we think about ice cream trucks but never pizza trucks <laughs> eh, burgers you know not very popular in the United States here it's a very popular mm. when it does come to trucks we have uh, we have a couple right here in the UAE that do have those you know ongoing trucks but in the United States believe it or not hot dog trucks pizza trucks Uh, No, hot dog trucks, ice cream trucks, Mm. taco trucks, burrito trucks. You had those. And even
1: you're getting me hungry. Falafel
0: (laughs) trucks, you know, (laughs) shawarma trucks. We had those in the States, Mm. Uh, more specific in Miami. I remember that Uh, gyro trucks. What else did we have? We didn't have pizza trucks, though. So we're all looking at, you know, pizza truck making robots, making pizza right (laughs) here or right there in California.
1: Yes, indeed. And even right here in the UAE, we've got a couple. We've got many robot cafes spread out that people have been enjoying and getting to see. I actually came across, um, what was it? It was a robot vending ice cream. It wasn't a vending machine, but you basically order from a robot and receive your ice cream from a robot as well. Now, You know, when we talk about tech gone wrong or robots failing at their job, a lot of people may be like using it like a, we can say like an argument point. See, I told you robots were not good enough for the job, but. In my humble opinion, I think it actually goes to show that robots are actually quite similar to humans. They also make mistakes and they learn from them because that's all what machine learning is about. They make a mistake, the algorithm gets fixed, and they learn not to repeat that mistake over and over again. And it also goes to show that robots can't do better than humans at all times that we still have a leverage over them when it comes to problem solving when it comes to creativity so let's give them let's cut them some slack and make sure that we still trust them every now and then they do still need our supervision, but in the bigger picture, they are also trying to cut down on time and get us our pizza in time whenever we're hungry.
0: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, let us know your thoughts 4215, but this does conclude Future Talk for today, and we will be seeing you guys tomorrow right here on Pulse95, so do stay tuned. We got a lot of shows coming up in the coming hours and in the coming minutes as well. So do keep Pulse95 locked, but we'll be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only around Pulse. 95?